0: Let's bring in energy analyst now, Chris Yelland. Chris, uh, the president yesterday is saying that this Minister of Electricity will be responsible for driving the various actions being coordinated by the National Energy Crisis Committee to end load shedding as a matter of urgency. Are we any clearer as to why the ministry, why the need for it and whether? This person, once named, will be effective in helping ESCOM, I suppose, get rid of load shedding for us. Good morning. Good morning, Africa. <clears throat> you know, <clears throat> there still
1: is a lot of confusion uh, out there and uh, disagreement. And uh, we see this playing out in the legal actions that have been instituted by a number of parties seeking to take the declaration of the state of disaster on review in the courts. The latest one, of course, being Outer, who announced this yesterday. And uh, I think one of the reasons that they are taking this legal action is the uh, lack of clarity as to the reason why it's been taken and why uh, the necessary steps, uh, you know, could not have been taken without the need for a state of disaster. Uh, so, to answer your question, no, I, I don't think there's. Uh, Uh, sufficient clarity, certainly not sufficient clarity uh, to put an end to these uh, legal actions and um, the other thing to note about these legal actions is they effectively stall the uh, implementation of the um, state of disaster because they seek uh, on an urgent basis to go before the court and asking the court to put a stop to any of the regulations or declarations or uh, any actions under the state of disaster until uh, the matter has been taken on review. Now, uh, depending on the outcome of these emergency or these um, urgent uh, applications, uh, the court could, in fact, rule that uh, this state of disaster must be put on hold until uh, it is reviewed. On the other hand, the judge could decide that uh, no, this is not an urgent matter, but it's still got to be reviewed, or the judge may, I guess, dismiss the whole applications in their entirety, in which case the state of disaster could proceed. But until such time as it's actually heard in court, uh, the urgent applicants are heard in court, we don't uh, think that the government could or should uh, be able to take any actions under the state of emergency. So... At the state of disaster, so I think things are kind of in abeyance now, at least until the um, emergency applications uh, to uh, to interdict government from taking any actions under the state of disaster is heard in court, which probably will be in the next say
0: two weeks. No doubt, Uh, the president, when he delivered the state of the nation address, saying that the national state of disaster was implemented with immediate effect. And yet, yesterday, he did not offer any clarity as to when it actually starts. And the minister in the presidency, uh, Gungumele, as Lindsay uh, Dentiger reported a few moments ago, when asked about that post-the-Cabinet meeting briefing, uh, he said he didn't give any details. They don't know when the actual yeah. start date it, it might be, as you say, Chris, because they're possibly waiting on these legal um, exactly. uh, mm. cases to be heard in a court somewhere.
1: Yeah, that's what I think. Uh, look, you never know what a uh, government can or, or, or will do, but I think it would be uh, extremely risky legally for them to start uh, you know, promulgating uh, various uh, you know, uh, decrees or regulations or act- take any actions under the state of the disaster at least until the urgent applications have been heard in court and ruled upon, and that's probably the reason why They haven't actually said the date to this uh, commencement of the state of disaster.
0: Let's finish off by trying to understand the work of the National Energy Crisis Committee. My understanding is that this committee has been in place for quite some time. Once again, in our attempt to understand what the role of this Minister of Electricity is going to be, why do you need a Cabinet Minister within the Presidency to, in effect, um, roll out the work or the recommendations of this crisis committee? Mm -hmm.
1: Now, again I can't speak for government but I can tell you what I think um, the, the, the national emergency crisis committee currently is chaired by the president and the members of this committee make up a number are made up by a number of cabinet ministers and I think uh, that the president is wanting somebody um, to manage this on a full-time basis um, and to take this chairmanship uh, from the president and 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 run with the ball hard, continuously all the time, and um, and I, I guess that's uh, uh, the right thing to do uh, because uh, the president has got many 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 other duties and probably can't commit too much of his time and effort to this matter and it is a critical matter. So that, that's probably what I think. The, the other thing I just want to say that really concerns me. I know the president said you know there's not going to be turf wars is now everybody's going to stick to their lane and do what they're supposed to do, the different ministers who are now involved with energy. You know, the three ministers essentially being Minister of Public Enterprises, uh, who's responsible for the restructuring of EFDM, uh, unbundling, the restructuring, the establishment of a, a separate grid company and the just transition. And then you have Minister Mantasha, who's responsible for energy policy and energy regulation. Um, and then this new Ministry of Electricity, the minister will be involved mainly in the electricity crisis as it stands at the moment to deal with load shedding uh, on, a, on a full-time basis. Uh, now, if, and of course you do have Treasury on the side looking after the money, and you have the minister who's actually uh, you know handling the mechanics of the state of uh, disaster. So there's actually five ministries involved in electricity at the, at the moment uh, if the state of disaster goes ahead. Now, I think it would be a good approach to divide problem up to allocate different ministries to handle each different sections of what's going on in the electricity sector if they were all on the same team and speaking with the same voice. Now, it's all very well for the president to say they are all on the same team speaking with the uh, same voice. But the reality is we can see before our eyes that they're not. There are turf wars. There are finger-pointing. Ministers are, you know, have, you know, are not even within the ruling party, uh, there is not one common voice. Uh, there are a lot of divisions and differences of views, and that is the problem. And the problem is when you've got uh, different leaders, uh, you know, pulling in different directions, then the status quo kind of remains. Um, and, and I do think, uh, I mean, I'm sure the president wants everybody to be on the same team. We all want that. We all want us, you know, you know the people responsible to be have a common vision, a purpose, you know, of solving a, a complex problem together together. Uh, but we've seen it in the past, this finger-pointing between the Minister of Public Enterprises and the Minister of Minerals and Energy, and, um, and we've even seen it in, in very recent uh, times. Uh, there are strong differences uh, in approach and uh, you know, in, in philosophical outlook
0: sadly. Chris, thank you very much indeed for your insights. Uh, Chris Yelland, energy analyst, responding of course to uh, musings shared by President Cyril Ramaphosa yesterday um, understandably and predictably uh, focusing a lot of his reply to the debate on the State of the Nation address on the issue of the energy crisis. Let's remind ourselves that two of the international ratings companies have warned South Africa that the electricity crisis could weigh on the country's ratings if it is not proper Address. addressed.